0: Because God has a word for us this morning. Uh, How many of you are excited about that? God cares enough to shine his word down this morning. Ah, yes. We thank you, O God. Tell somebody, learn to be flexible. Learn to be flexible. Learn to be flexible. I know I I be kind of hard on my media people. They want to know ahead, but... I, I try to get ahead, but I know I have to be flexible. There's a, something that God is trying to do by the word that he spoke. He's trying to shift someone into where you need to be. And I declare that some of you are going to walk away from where you've been and come into who you're called to be. Can you say Amen. Come on, sometime we can be stuck in dealing our dealings of where we've been and, and not where God wants us to be. And I'm declaring that you're going to walk into where God is calling you to be. Because familiarity is a drawer. It, 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 it causes us to be flirtatious with the old man. But God is saying, I'm teaching you how to learn to live in the new place, in the new man. There's a new man and there's a new space and grace in a new place with the new man. And so we're going to go down this road this morning. Can you say amen? I I titled this The Mystery of Strength. The Mystery of Strength. And if I were to subtitle this, I would subtitle this Without a Trace without a trace father we thank you this morning for your grace and ability for it's by your spirit that we have our being i ask you to speak holy ghost and you do as you will as always and we'll give you the praise honor and glory in Jesus name can you say amen how many of you feel in expecting God a mighty move this morning come on how many are expecting God to do a mighty thing in you this morning come on I, I, I want I want to meet my expectation so God we thank you for what you're about to do in Jesus name Exodus 3 3 and it reads then Moses said I will not turn aside, And see the great sight, why the bush does not burn. So when the Lord saw that he turned aside and took to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here I am. Then he said, Do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet. For the place you will stand is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face for he was afraid to look upon God. Then the Lord said, I was surely seeing the oppression of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of the taskmaster. For I know their sorrows. I'm going to focus on one line of subject this morning. Take off your sandals from where you stand is holy ground. <laughs> Take off your sandals. Oh, you're blessed this morning. I, I, That wasn't my topic. Take off your sandals for where you stand is holy ground. Somebody is about to come out of their sandals. Somebody is about to come out of their shoes. Somebody is about to come out of their past. Somebody is about to come out of the mental threshold and the mental stronghold of where you've been, head of mind. Father, we thank you. Take off your sandals. Take off your shoes. For where you stand is holy ground. There is something that I'm going to intertwine this with, with I originally started with, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time here because god already made the point and when he put the point there you just stay on the point but i want to leave you with an understanding pre-point that for us to please god it takes what faith somebody say faith faith it it takes faith to please god and and it, and and to for us to really live this life as believers and and know what it is to live as a believer How many of you know it's something to say, I'm a believer, but it's another thing to know what it's like to live as a believer. Uh, It's different from being believing and learning to live a life of the spirit. The Bible tells us to walk by the spirit, live by the spirit, because there's something about the spirit that we have to understand. And if we don't keep a consistent reinforcement of understanding of the spirit, we usually cast off the spirit and we start living in the operations and obligations of Christianity. It's possible to live a Christian life but don't know about the life of the spirit. And when you live a Christian life and you don't know the life of the spirit, you're actually living living haphazardly and waiting on God to do what he's already said and declared that that's done. But it's only known by the inward parts of the laws that govern his, the life of God in you. I said a lot. Can you say amen? Slow down, Pastor. They look like they're trying to keep up. So I want you to understand that that, that in this life, one of the things that God is going to train you to understand is there is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end, it is not the right way. There's a way that I'm calling you to live. There's a way that I'm calling you to walk. There's a way that I have a way. For my ways are not your ways, and my thoughts are not your thoughts. So for you to mature in God, number one, you got to understand his ways will never be our ways. You're going to have to understand that his thoughts will never be our thoughts. Until you come into the alignment and the assignment of Christ theology and Christhood, you won't understand how God works. So I want you to, to understand that... that The Bible says, the Bible says that man shall not live, in Matthew 4, man shall not live by bread alone, but it is answered, Matthew 4, 4, it is written, man shall not live by what? Bread alone, but by every, but by every, so man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word alone that what proceeded now i know you heard that before but don't think you know it that proceeded out of the mouth of god that that proceeds out of the which means we cannot live without a proceeding word say that with me i cannot live without a proceeding word but for me to know how to live in the proceeding word i got to know how god speaks Because it's easy to say, well, man shall not live by bread alone. And we shout and dance and say, yeah, I believe that. But how do you believe that when we need to understand that? So I want to help you understand that. Because if we don't know how he speaks, how in the world are you going to follow? Man shall not live by bread alone. What in the world does that mean? Does that mean I follow the scripture? Does that mean I follow people? What does that mean? How does that work? Somebody say man. That word man In the Greek, mean anthropos, anthropos. Somebody say anthropos, a n t h r o p o s. I'm not going to give you a Greek and Hebrew study this morning, but I want you to understand the word because the word means man. Anthropos means a man, the original man, and that word actually correlates with a man in stature that looks up. That the the anthropos is 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 extinct to. Homo etros which means a man from the beginning. There, there were types of men. And the being that we're made from, we were made with a certain entity and a facet of sight and the way we're built. So we have certain abilities that we can see and we can do. Uh, same as a bird. We see only foresight. We can see above. A, a, a man, an anthropos is a man that uh, has a stance. Looking up. He can see up. He can see further up. A bird can see all kind of ways. If you ever try to sneak on a bird, he can see you behind there. <laughs> so the Anthropos type man, man shall not live by bread alone. Uh, it, it, he has a nature about him. And this Anthropos, this man, has Inability to live sufficient without a substance that God created from the foundations of the world. You were created insufficient, and you've got to learn to be uncomfortable with that. That don't sound too inspiring, Pastor. Well, if you understand who God is, it's very inspiring because I don't have to be everything to all things because I got a God that wants to help me do what I do. Somebody say I'm insufficient. How many of you ever? You know, how many of you know that you're insufficient? I, 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 I'm not good by myself. I'm, I'm not good on my own. I'm, I'm left to myself. I'm going to mess some stuff up. I'm, I've been messing some stuff up. See, the problem we're having is, see, even the response right now tells me we still have some sufficiencies, a- and we want to grow in God. But a mature man, a spirit man, has learned that he's insufficient. If the first step to roll, running and growing in God is you got to master your insufficient. You got to master what? Your insufficient because every sufficiency, what you don't know, is God is after it. I expected this response. Yeah, every sufficiency that I take on, what we don't realize is sometime as a child of God, God is after it. So you you have to learn how to master your insufficiency so you can know how to get into the sufficiency. Somebody say my insufficiency. The Anthropos was was made to be insufficient. Adam was made to be... We were made to be... You you don't know everything by yourself. You, You don't have it all by... You can't even conjure it up by yourself. This is one of the biggest problems today because we have allowed people who has tapped into certain realms without qualifying the realms that they have tapped into. And it could be a familiar spirit that they operate in because they have made men to believe in themselves. Anytime you hear a message preached and it doesn't, point to Jesus there's something wrong with what you're listening to there is something it might not be the preacher always but you have to be careful that I'm not so caught up in the man of God the vessel but I'm learning to understand what he's saying that points to him because I don't want to hear no message that doesn't point to him that's why I don't stay long with videos and people who talk only about themselves I'm glad of your five steps to progressing but if it doesn't point to the Word of God it's gonna be short-lived is going to be what? Because you was not made as an anthropo, You was not made to be sufficient by yourself. God needs your insufficiency to provide grace to you. This is the problem of grace. Many of us don't understand. We want the grace of God, but we don't know how to find the insufficiency. You still have too much sufficiency. All right, let me do a little more teaching. Some of y'all look like I'm screaming at you or something. Glory to God. Somebody say I'm insufficient. You, you have to understand we are insufficient. If you want to, see, see, some of us, we don't know why we're not progressing. The problem is you're still keeping a sufficiency. This is the mystery of strength. See, the mystery of strength is you cannot, I can't give you a strength that you're already operating in. You've taken care of it already, so what what do you need me to do? Because where you're placing me, I don't like to be, I'm I'm a jealous God. I I like to be all. So as we go through life, we pick up different things that come with life, and, and, and we get traction on our feet, and we start tracking things in our life. And until you get the revelation of the fear of the Lord, I'm going to drop a lot of bomb seeds. Y'all ready? I hope you got some paper. Until you get the revelation of the what? The fear of the Lord, because there's a fear and then there's a fear of the Lord. There's a fear and then there's the fear of the Lord. All right, let's go to the scriptures. Go to ex- Exodus 20 really quickly. Exodus 20. I'm going to give you the revelation of the fear of the Lord. Exodus 20, 18 through 20. For the sake of time, I'm going to read. Now all the people witnessed the thunderings, the lightning, the flash, the sound of trumpet, and the mountain smoke. And when the people saw, they trembled and stood afar off. Then Moses said, you speak with us and we will hear. But let not God speak with us, lest we will Least we will die. How many of you ever was scared to go pray because what God might say? All right. Yeah. Jesus. How many of y'all ever did something and you you, you felt like you did that so bad, you ain't going to want to pray. God ain't about to do nothing with you. How many of y'all ever felt like that? You done creeped to the room, isn't it? I just, I just messed up. This. Least we die. And Moses said to the people, do not. What? Come On read with me, Saints. See, y'all, come on, bring your Bible. You 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 go to college and you got 10 books. You got one. Bring your Bible. Pastor gonna whoop you just for a second. Everybody go to the scripture, Exodus 20, 18. Come on, let's go there. Let's go there. Oh, everybody go. I want you to look at it. Exodus 20:18. Now, all the people witnessed the thunderings, the lightning, the flash. The sound of the trumpet and the mountain smoke. And when the people saw it, they trembled and stood off afar. Then they said to Moses, you speak with us and we will hear. But let not God speak with us. Least we die. Verse 20. And Moses said to the people, do not. Hold on. Do not fear. For God has come to test you. And that his fear. That what? That what? Hold on. So what is the difference between that fear and his fear? Because one fear saying, I don't want to see you because you're going to kill me. I don't want to deal with you, God, because I know I'm not in the wrong and you might not like me. So I'll keep doing what I'm doing because you might not like what I'm doing. That's a point of view. How many of us stay out of God because of what you think he is? How he looks towards you? Tell somebody that's the wrong fear. That's a dangerous fear. That's not the fear of the Lord. That's not the fear that he's talking about. He's trying to show you himself so you have a fear to be without him. You you don't want to be without him. There's a fear that when you touch the hem of his garment and you've tasted to see that he is good, that there's a fear to be without it. Yeah, see, I'm scared. See, you're scared to go to him. I'm scared to be without him. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's maturity. I, I I feel like my life is over without Him, God. You you move Your presence out the way. We hey, I'm done. do well, you mean you're done? You're living? No, I'm I'm dead. I'm I'm done because the fear of the Lord is that's the one that gives you wisdom. But there's another fear that I've been going my way. And I am afraid to address God because of what he might say or might think of me. That's an unhealthy fear. How many of you see there's two fears here? Do not fear. For God has come to do what? He came to do what? Test you and that his fear may be before you so you that that you may not do what that you may not sin so god is after to test you so he can teach you the fear of the lord so you can come out of sin which he's already taken care of can you say amen now when we're dealing with the revelation of understanding the fear of the lord the issue becomes that many of us without that fear we're still in control they would hold on to moses to go meet god and then you come back and pray for us after you tell god what you think you're you go do the sacrifices and we're gonna chill out in the back and just be the saints but Jesus you say no i want to meet you how many of you know god is coming to meet you he he, he's there trying to meet you. He want to talk to you. He want to have a conversation with you. And so the, the problem is when we are still leaning into our own understanding, we still have sufficiency in us. How many of you want to grow in God? How many of you desire to grow in God? So if you desire to grow in God, you've got to learn God. When we look at our life, what have you have your own sufficiency in? All right, let, let's let's get a little more practical here because I think I'm gonna have to wake us up with some coffee practice practatics. See, see, some of you, how many of you get paid on the first? How many of y'all get paid on the first? Uh, oh, some of y'all the 15th. 15th and the last day of the month all right let's get in some pragmatics when that check hit the bank account how many of you feel a little more confident hey you are, I'm not, I'm gonna make it baby hey we we're gonna be good for the next month or so you know you you've been working hard but when it hit you look in there you say hey we are good There's a there's a strength that comes up. There's a a, there's some kind of thing that comes over you. Beyond your bills, you see the restaurant, you 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 see you're closer to the car payment and the paying off. You 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 have something of sufficiency, especially a man like, yeah, I'm taking care of business, baby. So you, 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 there's a sufficiency when things are taken care of and, 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 but, but, but see the problem becomes that we put this thing called Christ on and God said it, that's not supposed to be your sufficiency. Uh Oh, I'm, I'm. I'm I'm about to be ready here. I, I expect the shoes to come flying, because I don't care if a million dollars hit your account. If your if the grace did not come with you and what you are doing, what are you doing? I can't preach on this. I have to teach on this. I I, I don't want people to think I'm screaming at them. You what? See see that you excited. You you've been working for the wait. But it's something that there is no excitement to, to sense and get understand the grace of God for what you're called to. So we're dead men walking. Manifesting words, but it's far from our hearts. I'm not saying that God don't want to take care of you or you to have sufficient he wants to take care of you. Uh, this is not about your job. This is about your grace. This is about you understanding who you are. And we've learned, see, the adversary has been very good at making us look at what is in the world so much so that we're too busy for God, that we don't have no time anymore. We got about 10, 20 things to do. So he, he rushes you pre-development, pre-stature, pre-the the, the, the ability to handle what God's trying to download. So you're always running, but you're never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. You're always striving, but never coming to the, com- the capacity of the grace of God that he's called you to be. And the problem is you didn't know. You didn't know. You didn't know what worldly re- wisdom really was. You didn't know that there was a sense, sense thing that, that, that the adversary can invite you into a realm that you will never become who you are. But he will allow you to, to, to touch a certain place. But when you look back and things break, you say, what in the world happened? Didn't I succeed? Didn't I make it? Didn't I? I'm not. See, see, the problem is our religious mind. See, there you go. He's talking against my success. You know what that is? That is something that happened in your childhood you never had. Uh-oh. All right. Let, tell somebody, Pastor Love, you Pastor Love. You. He just just trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, because your fight is really for money because you never had it. It's not the fight of faith. Faith fight is the love fight. Faith fight is through grace. Faith fight is not for you to go access acceleration in the things without solical development and solical architecture. So the fact that we live in a place and a stage today where everybody can run the race but nobody checking for their soul, that tells me that we are un- we do not understand what God is saying. In fact, we sign off on many people. We tell them, "Go, girl." You can check where they committed, where they, all right, maybe this was too much. Maybe I woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. Because when you work for the government of God, you, 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 you sense different. You look different. You, you don't qualify everything. You don't, you don't think like everybody. You, you, you have a certain mechanism about you and you start thinking like God thinks. What about this? And what about that? It's nothing wrong with vacation but your heart gonna break because on vacation you even still see the need because we, we have we have allowed ourselves to be so caught up rather than understand what God is after so we've got traction of life how many of y'all know life would do something to you you know, the older folks, and, and when you grow up, you realize uh, it's not as easy said than done. So you learn to have mercy. I thank God for my parents because they had five, and I got four. And I, I realized, Jesus, hey, the sacrifice of praise that you need every day, glory. But, but you, you see, you, you you when you live a little longer, you start realizing it's not as easy said than done to walk this thing out. It's it, it, it takes a little more than what would what, what make people. And, and I wish somebody would well, y'all need to help. Y'all should have wrote some books or something, but y'all just left you leave people out there like that. But but but, but see, we, we, when you come to the reality of a thing, the test of God is. Have you built the stature for it? Or has it overcome you? All right. All right. Let me stay on topic here. Somebody say wisdom. So the fear of the Lord will give you wisdom. The fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, the Bible says. The fear of the Lord is the what? The beginning of wisdom, which means knowledge is not everything without wisdom. Knowledge is not everything without what? Which means you need wisdom with what you do. A man with wisdom will always bypass a man with knowledge only. A man with wisdom will always bypass, a woman with wisdom will always bypass someone with knowledge only. But it's only God who gives wisdom. It's who gives wisdom, which means you can't get it by nothing you do. It's given by God. And the, the license to it is the fear of the Lord. Which means there's a reverence towards God. I, I, I really wanted to hit this. James 3, you don't have to go there. Who is wise, James three thirteen. who is wise and understand among you? Let him show it by the conduct of his good works are done in meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but it's earthly, central and demonic, which means many people walking around talking about they got wisdom, but they got an attitude. All right, I need my prayers to start shot. You, 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 you in the moving of what you're doing, but, but, but you're doing it forcefully. you you're doing it against people. You're doing it to show, show something, to prove yourself in something. He said, "This is not godly wisdom that you're using. You, you th- th- this is sensual. This is something that's coming from your soul, because your sufficiency have not have not learned to submit to my sufficiency." Somebody say his sufficiency. God has a sufficiency. God has a what? Sufficiency. Which means for me to live this life of Christianity, I got to know his sufficiency. Because if I don't know his sufficiency, how can I really live from Christ? See, the problem is we keep thinking that God is wanting to change your life. It's not that. He wants to exchange life. (laughs) God doesn't just want to change your life. He wants to what? Exchange your life with his. See, the problem is we jump back into the Old Testament because in the Old Testament, God, you're still waiting on God to respond. Ah, oh, I wish I had some people here. In the Old Testament, you still had to wait on God to respond. You you had to wait on the objection for him to bring a change to your life. You you had to wait for him to do something to bring a change to your situation. You had to wait for him to come and bring a change to it. But in the New Testament, what you did not know is God is not changing anything. He's exchanging everything. This is why Paul said, it is not I anymore who live, but Christ Live in me, and the life that I now live in the flesh, I live into the Son of the Living God. Which means it's no longer I. It's no longer. It's no longer. The problem is your eye is still in control. Come on, you you you, you want to actually to get in strength? I'm gonna help you. Your eye is still in control. Your eye is your. Suff- You can wake up and you don't know how to seek his sufficiency. You still have too much. Can I tell you something about God that you probably didn't know? See, many people think issues is the qualification of the devil. But I beg to differ. So many people think things that break It's a qualification of the devil. I beg to differ. Does God want things to break? No. But does he allow things to break? Yes. Because there are things when you grow in God, he will allow you to come at the end of your road. So he can help you lose your pride. See, some of us are still on the road to losing our You think it's something that you need to, it wasn't about you learning anything else of God because you're still holding on your pride with it. And God don't like to share. How many of y'all know God don't like to share? But what we like to do is drag our feet with all the things that we've been through and bring that on into. Moses, take your shoes off, leave them outside of there and come. Take where you've been and then, you're gonna meet me leave where you've been where leave it up there take it off and you're gonna you're gonna find me life will make you try to take ownership instead of stewardship life will cause you to take what instead of I, I'm not, I don't care who you are, I'm not quick to tell you that was God. I, I won't, I'm not a quick person to tell people that's God. Because at some time until principles are established, people don't understand what you're giving access to is not God. Just because it's an opportunity does not mean that is, y'all are, I, I knew it was going to be tight this morning. Just because it's an opportunity does not mean it's God, but it doesn't mean it's not God. The, see, the problem is it's not the place. It's the person. <laughs> it, it's not the place. Because remember, the Bible says if you want to argue, you can argue this point. How many times so I'm giving you argue points. You ready? I'm giving you argue points. You say, well, pastor, wait, hold on now before you go there. The Bible says that all are yours. The Bible also says that whatever you ask in faith, it shall. That's a that's a quality point. Isn't that quality point? I'm teaching you how to argue scripture. Because the Bible says all are yours. But all are yours according to the knowledge of Jesus Christ in you, though. So it's if you go pre knowledge. See, God signs off on where He see Himself. All right, I'm gonna slow down here. Psalms 121, really quickly. Psalms 121. When you look at the Anthropos, it looks like this. I will lift up my eyes to the hill for whom's come my help. My help comes from who? Let me ask you something. What is helping you? I'm trying to pray for those who, who about to clock out because you you because there are things that choke out any of uh, messages that sound defensive against my production. See, when I was early on in my life, I used to be defensive anything against my my pro so if you sound like anything that was negative i'll fight you I might fight you mentally psychologically I'll tell you a lie from hell but when I start growing in god a little bit I realize there is a type that he's looking for for his good pleasure and his good will he doesn't want everybody to look a certain way because his name is on them And if I progress them, because money is the answer of all things. So if people look like the answer with my name on them, but they have an attitude problem and they still arguing and they still nasty and they still bucked in all kind of stuff, they're not making my name look too good. So my progression has to come with solical development so I can make sure that with development, I still look good in my glory. But we don't have time because our sufficiency has told us we don't have time. You know why we don't have time? Because insecurity. Insecurity. Somebody say, In. In Insecurity. Can I tell you the buildup of insecurity? Write these down. What happens is when we don't learn the grace of God, insecurity is by default. Comes by what? Come by default, which means it's there. When you don't learn to grow in the grace, insecurity, in, there's no in security. So when there's no insecurity, you look for security. So insecurity usually turns into comparison. Insecurity turns into what? Comparison. Comparison turns into jealousy. See, all these things working. Jealousy turns into bitterness. So insecurity turns into what? Comparison. Comparison turns into jealousy. Jealousy turns into what? Bitterness. So the lie of comparison, let me tell you the lie of comparison. Y'all ready? This is the lie of comparison. This is how it sounds. Someone else's fortune is my misfortune. This is the lie of comparison. This This is what it says. Someone else's fortune is my what? Misfortune. Someone else's blessing is causing my struggle. Someone else's promotion is my demotion. This is the lie of what? sin. Someone else's success is my failure. So the lie of comparison is, it, 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 it's always somebody else doing something to you. I'm gonna have to just get a success message and close it out this morning. Somebody's always doing what? Something to you. Your success is my failure. Your your promotion is my demotion. You I got to get there before you get there. I, I got to beat you, which means I got to tear you down, or I, I I I I both of us can't. You you're gonna steal my stuff, you're gonna take my stuff. You 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 trying to. It's the lie of what? Somebody say the devil. <laughs> but how many of you know how easy it is to get in the lie comparison? All you do is go on Facebook. Some of y'all be on there for two hours. You didn't know that comparison entered into you. You done scrolled and you done seen that house that's a little bit better than yours. And now you got a message from the Lord to go do two jobs because I seen it. Didn't know the driver that was driving it. I seen this one had this. And the word of the Lord said, no, that's a familiar spirit from your soul of your desire. No, no, no. See, the problem is We cannot detect these things that happen when we don't have the testing tools that govern internal. See, you got to have internal integrity. Do you have the internal integrity that God is trying to put? There's an internal law, internal integrity. How do I know something right for me or wrong for me? It's in my internal. The Bible says he's put the laws into your heart. It's not on stone anymore. See, you still trying to live by stone, but the Bible said, well, the Bible is in you now. So don't tell me what that Bible said. What is the Holy Ghost telling you now? All right, see, you want to keep following Moses because you want Moses to meet God, but you just look at the strip. But God is saying the strip is now in you, so there is no excuse for why you can't do what I'm telling you to do. I wasn't trying to come with a bullet today. I just wanted to to encourage somebody. So you have to realize that God is trying to get something into you, but he got to break something out of you because you're still a little too confident. You're a little too, see, see, you, 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 I'm a little different preacher. Let me tell you this because I'm quiet. I think people think that I just, no, 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 no. I'm a little different because I can know when somebody is in their pride. I don't know when you, because when you don't have certain elements of God, you, you, you're just talking, but I'll smile (laughs) because when you walk with God long enough and you've learned to walk by the spirit, you realize that the flesh profits nothing and you battle with five minutes of prayer every day. And you telling me that's what you want to do. I will tell you if you're actually moving something in the realm of the spirit, you will not succeed there. In fact, if this church, come on, let's be honest. If this church really moves something in this city, uh, we gonna see, that's a preparation. No, 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 you don't deal with gates of hell and think we're just going to run in here. Holly, no, 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 you don't, see, that. you got to understand the, the spirit. You don't deal with familial spirits that have been held up by years and think you're just going to, it don't work like that. You you, you you still haven't built a consistency for life, but you want to tear down this mountain. Oh, baby, no, 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 no. You got to learn how to come out of some of that sufficiency. You still pride. You still arrogant. You still angry. You still too easily angered. You you, you still offended and offensive. See, when you're dealing with principalities, they're going to use all those buttons on you. They're going to press that one and press that one, press that one and press that one. But until you can stand and know he's God, you're going to miss it every day god deal with my bill because if i get pressed i'm missing something behind the gate insufficiency i am insufficient without God every day i come to prayer i'm insufficient i never walk as if i'm see see, see that's the secret you 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 are always insufficient people prophesy with no fear of the lord every time i preach i have a fear in me But you're so loose with it. God said, God said, God said, oh my God, my God, when have you walked with God like this? But you only know it when it's familiar to you, when it when it's convenient. to You only know what God said. I'm not, listen to me, I want you to know what God said. I'm not beating you up, but I want you to understand to get to that point. God said, I got to get you out of your sufficiency. Because until you learn the grace of God that puts you into my strength, you're not using my strength. You're using yours. When you use yours, you have expectations. That's why you get frustrated. When you use yours, see, you got a name for yourself. So that's why you get defended and offensive. Because it wasn't my, see, my strength doesn't need somebody to respond back. This wisdom—it's it, it, not proud. It's—it's it's not. It's not defensive. This wisdom—it's it, stable. It's loving. It's—it's caring. This wisdom of God—it it don't work like the wisdom that's from the world. Well, you know that's wise to me. No, baby, you—you you, you see, you—you. You, no, no, no. This wisdom don't work like that. Tell somebody: be careful what you're listening to. I don't care whether, well, you know, she's been through this. No, no, no. You better be careful with what you're listening to. I don't care how old people are. Be careful with what you're listening to. Because if you're getting wisdom that's not from the throne room of grace, and it doesn't point to getting God more, to getting through that thing, you actually might be going into a defilement. And you thought it was some kind of wisdom, but it wasn't. It was witchcraft. All right. So, somebody say, I'm going through a process. Boy, y'all look tight. Jesus, did I? I should have bought some popsicles or something, some Krispy Kreme donuts or something. Tell somebody, just breathe. It's your neighbor say, just breathe, just breathe. We're going to make it through. We're going to make it through. Just Just breathe. Just breathe. God has to defeat your confidence before he lifts his up in you. <laughs> God has to defeat your confidence before he can lift his up in you. Oh has so much to say. I, I, I tried to ball this down and, and God see somebody how many of y'all feel like you're getting some answers in your life right now. Oh yeah see these are the more simple you you might have been thought it was a big mountain it might be just a because see taking down that pride now that mm, you know i've been dependent on you know that what did i do what i do now if 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 i can't stand up the way i like to stand up if i don't walk in and talk like i want to do it god has to defeat you what you've been depending on before he can make you his dependent. What, are, what, are, what is your sufficiency? How many of y'all say you want to be an army of the Lord? Come on, how many of y'all say I'm an army of the Lord? Okay, you don't sign up to live. You sign up to what? Uh-oh. Let me go look at the list now. <laughs> You didn't sign up. When you came to the altar, God, you didn't know what you're signing up for. You didn't come to live. You came to die. Yeah, yeah, die. But watch this. Die so you can live. Because until that thing dies, you're not really living. You think you're living, but you're not living. Life is in him. Life is in the spirit of life and peace and joy. And it's in him. In him that we move, him that we breathe, him that we have our being, I told you it's a life transformation. Somebody say it's in him. So the first principle, I want you to hear me seriously. The first principle that you're going to have to learn if you're going to have a continual growth. Let me tell you something. If you learn this principle, if you master this, you will never stop in your production of growth. This is it. You are insufficient, and you need God to solidify your sufficiency. If any man come to you having a word and there is no sufficiency of grace, be careful. Because they're tapping into something of a second heaven, and they don't know that the sufficiency is of God. This is why you got to be careful with your expectation. Don't I don't allow. Listen to me. I don't even want you to have an expectation of me just from a man place. See, people get caught up in that stuff. I I don't. You might come out of town and be like, "Oh, I heard you." Please don't catch me off guard. Because I got to know who you are. Because I got to know how much how much I need to carry for what I'm about to enter into. Because when you learn that your sufficiency is in the grace of God, you don't allow people to promote you, you promote God. I don't want you to, no, 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 no. You promote God. Your honor is because of God. Your development is because of it. Don't, don't. no, no, no. See, the problem is in church, we've made people the pedestal and we've never made God the pedestal. So we hear stuff like this. We're like, what is this talking about? I was trying to be like that. I done read that book and I'm still trying to understand. The problem is you haven't known the book was supposed to point to him. And when you go through the class in the corridors of the realm of the spirit, he's taught you how to live in grace anything doesn't point to grace, it's a lie from hell. Wow. I wish I could scream this loud. If it doesn't point to the grace of God, it's not real. You you come with your book to me and tell me how good it's doing for you. If I don't see the grace, you're missing it. You're missing it. You, you, you're being widely deceived. Because it's only by grace that you've been saved through faith. It's only by grace. And now we're going to teach what grace is. See that you got to understand what grace is, but, 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 but it's only by the grace. This is why Christians should be rich today. This is why you need to, you, you should know what you're doing. You know why? Cause there's too many false false. <laughs> the problem is if somebody can learn to see grace. Grace, let let me tell you the secret of grace. You ready? Some of you need to write this down. See, the secret of grace, connected to the secret of grace, there's light. So there's a demand on the grace that God is giving you. But if you never learn to live in the grace, and the Bible said do not cast off the grace of God, you've actually cast off your life. And if you cast off your life, you cast off your influence. If you cast off your influence, see, you like money, so you cast off your money. So you got to do it the way they're telling you to do it. You got to live the way. All all right, see, I told you I live in a different government. You got to do it the way they do it. So you do everything like they do it. Anybody that do everything like they do yeah, you, you don't understand this grace. You don't understand this grace. Yeah, God, because God loves to blow your mind the way he do it. But he loves to, he got to use somebody flexible enough to flow with him because his glory got to come out of this. So he said, oh, no, 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 don't, don't you go down that road. No, no, no. I, I, I like to blow people's mind. I want it to look like you didn't have the money. I want to show that you didn't have the pedigree. i got to show that you didn't have it all yourself. And when you get it so they can say, my God, who is this person? Oh, it got to be by grace. God trying to show you off and you still that's why you don't 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 don't, see don't joke about where I am today tell somebody don't joke about me baby don't don't No, no. you can laugh right now but as soon as I understand this grace thing I'm gonna walk where I've never walked I'm gonna talk where I've never talked I'm gonna move like I've never moved why because what the capacity that I have it comes without you can start me with nothing. I promise you, I'll come into something. Because it's not what's on the outside it's what's birthing on the inside. Can you say amen? It's by grace. It's by grace. It's by grace. It's by grace. Tell somebody it's by grace. It's by grace. It's by I'm gonna repeat that. It's by grace. It's by grace. It's by grace. By grace. This pad better get some grace in Jesus' name. Oh, the devil is alive. Uh, Go ahead and go to the scripture. It's not by might. Is that the next one? Tell somebody it's not by might. Nor by power. But it's by. But it's by. Now, we got to identify what is might and what is power. If you look at your life. What do you use to get things done? Cations is usually by might. Power. You, you, you pull that up if you can. Not by might, nor by power. You, you usually get things done because you look at your stature. Your stature. How many of you feel mighty sometimes? You you walk out like hey, you put your badge on, you, you, <laughs> you big man and camp, you big woman on campus. You got it going on, baby. I'm on my way, six figures. Whoa. What they talking about? I, I, hey, I'm at church. What you talking about? What you talking about? You ain't got nothing. Pay my task too. What you talking about? uh uh-uh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I do this by might, I do this by my power. Yeah, uh, 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 what, what, girl, let me show you how to do this. It, it, it's not, it's not by might, nor is it by power. Nor is it by what? I want you to hear me something. What is empowering you? Think, think, think about this. Thing. Every day something, something is energizing you to a power. How many of you ever went through something and, 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 and you, you, you made it through? How many of y'all made it through before? You, you just, you made it through. I made it through. No, now, now sometimes you made it through because of god how many you know hey you you had a scripture or something that made you help you through but how many know the other times you made it through but you didn't know what it drives you through? so the problem is sometimes we tap into where we supposed to be making it through but sometimes we make it through make it through and until you learn a consistency of never letting nothing else make you make it through. Tell somebody it's not by might. And it's not by power. Which means your promotion is by the spirit. Which means your development is by the what? Which means you can't grow without the... Which means nothing that you do is going to be. What it's not qualified unless it's by the. So everything that you do has to go by the. Spirit. Spirit. Somebody say spirit life. You 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 are called to live. Uh... Do you know how much spirit you're living? The Bible says test yourself in the faith. Test, test, test yourself to see if you're in the faith. How much of faith do you have in yourself? How do you test? Tell somebody, I'm testing, I'm testing. I'm. I'm testing. How do I test? You know how you test? How much things start but wasn't filtered through him. What are you seeing that you don't see him before you see him? All right, I have so much to talk about, God. Let me talk a little bit about the mystery of the cross. Everything is a mystery. Somebody say the mystery of the cross. How many of y'all been blessed so far? God has to get you out of your sufficiency. Until you learn you're insufficient, the grace for sufficiency, you're going to be short-lived. You heard the revelation of the fear of the Lord. I mean, I understand that. Okay, let's go on the revelation of the cross. The revelation of the what? I don't even think I had that. It just came to me. The revelation of the cross. What is the revelation of the cross? Jesus died for sin. He conquered sin, hell and the grave. But he died for what? Sin. Jesus said, God wants to meet you. We just read, God wants to meet you to get you out of sin. The Bible says that we stay in sin because of unrighteousness and and because we are manipulated by the adversary. And we we continue to do things rather than coming to him to understand that he has given a sufficiency for what you're trying to do. Which means when I do things pre the payment of the cross, I'm about to go somewhere. See, all right. I want you to think with me. What is paying for what you're doing? Jesus. <laughs> See, somebody's paying for what you're doing. <laughs> oh, can y'all critically think just for a second with me? Jesus paid a price. But sin makes you pay also. So when you don't know grace, don't have a check of grace, you're still paying. So I know where I am with God based on who's paying. All right, about two of y'all get this later. I know where I am with God based on who's paying. So if I'm still paying out of myself, I know that I haven't reached the grace that I need to live from. Because it's not by might, it's not by power. So if I'm using power and I'm using might, I haven't paid. I haven't tapped into the check that he signed. some some some, some of us are still signing and we don't know who paying. We don't. We don't know you 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 you're still paying from the wrong place. You, you you've made the wrong investment and you it's paying dividends and it don't need to pay from that place. You you you're still paying dividends. You, you, you've invested into that. You you wake up in the morning and invest in those things, and you put out the payment. You you you're paying. You're, you're paying it. But if you come into the grace of God, you can learn to get a different investment. And now the payment is by the grace of God, by Jesus who conquered all things in himself. In himself, who's paying? Who? Uh, no, 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 no. Don't tell me you argued because something. No, who paid just that? There was an investment that brought that payment. Don't, no, 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 no. Don't tell me it just came like that. There was an investment that brought that payment. I'm just gonna have closed doors meetings that there's an investment tell somebody it was an investment what investment am I making if I'm making I'm I'm proving on the outskirts of my investments on the inskirts what, what is the investment I'm making the revelation of the cross this is why I say in the face of Jesus the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of what why in the face of Jesus because until you see Jesus you don't know righteousness until you see what you don't know, you, you, see, you gotta see Jesus to understand righteousness. See, your righteousness is as filthy, but see, that's a payment. Cause most Christians say, well, I did this good. And I just see you paying. You didn't know you paying, baby. Your righteousness is as filthy rags. I don't care how many people you fed. Your right, if, if your heart is in place, cause I did good, your righteousness is as filthy rags. That did not prove anything. You can't do anything to prove God anything. He, the only thing that proves God is you learning to come into what He's already done, and you, the investment of what He's done now. You start paying with what He's given you. Ah, uh, y'all. Ty- How many of y'all getting this? You, 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 you see, what was the investment? Your righteousness is as filthy words. What in your mind unchecked you all? I know God is with me because I did this good. I said this good to her. Y'all all right? Y'all, y'all ready? I, yeah, you know, I'm always I'm always helping people. That, that's a good thing. We, we want you to help people. But, but are you helping yourself to understand the grace of God? Because if you're helping to prove God, you're in your own righteousness. Are y'all all right with this? If you're helping yourself, so you can show yourself to God you didn't understand that he's not trying to be proven by you he's trying to be proven by himself and how you prove himself is by transfer of life when you come into the life of God to prove God is by living in the grace of God because it's not by might it's not by, I notice a new message to people, it's not by might. It was not by power. It's by his spirit. How much of spirit? How much spirit? How much? How much? How much? How much? How much? How much are you paying with? How much are you paying with? How, how much are you paying with? You 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 drag. Don't come into here. Take your shoes off first. Me, I gotta teach you how to take your shoes off. You're dragging. You're trafficking your old self into this. You're trafficking that stuff. I I I need you to take your shoes off. Tell somebody I gotta take my shoes off. I gotta I gotta take off where I've been. I gotta take off what I've been through. I got to take off my experiences because it's making me keep a sufficiency that's not healthy for me. I got to take it off every day in the morning. I got to take it off every noonday. I got to take it off. Keep taking it, keep wiping. Why? Because until I take it off, I keep bringing it where it doesn't need to be bought. It's making me pay where I didn't have to pay. You know why the devil make you pay? Because he has something on you. How many know Jesus conquered the grave? How many know Jesus conquered the grave? How many know Jesus already took care of sin? The devil makes you pay when he has something on you. The question becomes, what does he have? Oh, y'all better help me this day. Y'all ready? The question is, what does he have on me and why? What's the question? What does he have on me and why? Because you have to understand that the adversary does not have license where, watch this, one has come into the knowledge of the truth. Because it's only by his spirit that the adversary can. See, when you come into the knowledge of the truth of what God has done in you and through you, the devil is not a problem anymore. It's your lack of knowledge the problem. Easy. We make we we actually highlight the devil more than He'd be like, I did that? Oh, really? Well, shoot, let me join. I didn't know I did all that. You blame me for that too? Actually, that was your mind, but if you're going to blame me, I can come a little closer. This is why the Bible said, be not conformed to the world, but be ye trans. He didn't say, don't be demonized. No, be not trans- conformed, which means conformity comes with principles that govern it. You don't need the adversary to do it. All right. Conformity is not the it's not the enablement of flexibility necessarily of the adversary. It's conformity to a system. So we blame the devil in conformity. That wasn't the devil. It wasn't the bewitchment of, of a devil taking over you. Let me say it that way. The root of it, but it wasn't, that's your mind in conformity. Are y'all catching me? So why and what is he using? What does he have against me? He has what I don't know about myself. The revelation of Jesus is Jesus conquered it all. So if Jesus conquered it all, come on, saints, y'all got to learn this. Watch this. If Jesus conquered it all, the only way you can conquer the devil is in walking in what Jesus gave you to conquer. So what did Jesus give you to conquer? What did Jesus give you to conquer? His spirit, his spirit in what? It's not by might nor by power, but it's by my spirit. But how do I, what do I give you to conquer? Somebody say grace. Grace. Grace is not that thing we've been calling it in church. If I ask y'all, what is grace? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, You know what? Uh, Can I clear something up? Oh, Jesus, I don't know where we've been. If I ask you, what is grace? You know the most answers I get a lot of times? God's unmerited favor. God's unmerited what? If you go to most people, what's grace? God's unmerited. What does that mean? Does that mean? Do I? So I believe and then I get favor. But what does believing mean? See, see the problem is I have a big problem with how we define grace. Because if you don't know how to define grace, you don't know what to live from. If you don't know how to define grace, you don't know what I, are y'all staying with me? Some of y'all look conflicted. If you don't know how to define grace, how do you know how to live this life? Until you live from grace, how in the world? You're in his strength. You're not paying with him if you don't know his grace. That's why I say don't cast off the grace of God, which mean if you cast off the grace you are in your strength. You're paying the bill. Tell somebody I don't want to pay no more bills. Jesus, I, I some of y'all are like, Amen. I ain't paying no more bills, Pastor. <laughs> Let me show that seed right now, Pastor. You know, you know who's paying. You you see, see, you, you know who's paying by what you just paid with. Some of y'all need to write that down. You know who's paying by what you just paid with. What are you giving your life into? It's not by might. Saints, I'm going to tell you, it's not. I don't care your story of how strong you are. It is not you know, most people who, you know the problem today is we don't know how to be honest. The story is, no, talk to the teenagers or some of the, they say the older generation, I ain't gonna say just the older generation, a lot of people don't know how to be honest. They act like they didn't have a life back then. Cause they've been in church for 10, 20 years. So when you come to them, everything is just how perfect they are. And so they tell you how to get it right. Because you're not going to get it right until you do a better dressing and you get a better hat and get a better dance and you get a better shout and you need to read three times a day and you need to do this and you need to do that and you need to do this. And all of that is pointing to them. Because they don't understand there is a facet of grace that this person cannot get it right until you point them to him. I don't get it right because you told me. I get it right because you molded me based on what I see is him. Can I see glory? When I talk, are are you the epitome of the glory of God? Let them see him let them see what yeah. him all right let me give you one more i got more but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna close it here somebody say the revelation of jesus the bible says in galatians really quickly galatians 2 19 for i though through the law died to the law that i might live to god actually go there galate thank you you're there for I through the law die to the law that I might live to God. I through the law die to the law. Somebody say that with me. I through the law die to the law that I might live to God. I have been crucified with. Come on with me. I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I. It is no longer I who live, which means how much of you still living? Y'all y'all alright if I just sit right there for a second? How much of you? You see, it's interesting because we want Moses to deliver us, but we don't want to. We want we want to live. See the secret of deliverance. You know the secret of deliverance is letting go. Let me you know, see, we really don't understand like real places that do deliverance. You don't know what's behind the scene. You just look on you look on the video, but you didn't know what happened. They have a whole process before they go there. You just see what's on camera, but you didn't know the process. And many of their processes is making sure these people repent. It don't mean that you can't just cast it out. But there's processes. Because mature people don't just cast it out because they want that person to have a developed life when that thing is done. It's not a show. Cast it out and then they walk off and then you you see what we did. See, they have a process to it. But if a person not committed, they actually leave them where they are and let them go home. Because it's actually better for them. I'll do another class on that. You 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 got to realize that you've been crucified with Christ. You've been what? Wait, but you didn't you didn't when was you crucified? When was you crucified? Which means because Christ is in you. When you became saved right in you, that there's a see there's a whole revelation of the temple of God. There's a revelation of the what? So when you became saved, there was an actual crucifixion in your salvation process. I'll teach on that another time too. So at salvation, there was a crucifixion. Internal crucifixion, right? So you've already been crucified with life, uh, Christ, and the life we now live in the flesh we live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself For me, we live by faith. We live by faith. What is faith? Faith, 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 faith. Faith. It's the substance of things that are, it's the substance. It's the substance. It's the substance. It's the substance. It's the what? Okay, so if you don't have substance, you don't understand faith. How many of y'all hear me teaching a, a gospel? It sounds different, don't it? You know why? Because we've been on the outskirts of it. And we haven't learned that, no, this is the capacity of a real life spirit that you It's not by might. It wasn't by power. It was by my spirit. So for us to get ahead of the game, we got to start living by the spirit. I'm not apologizing for this. you got to learn to live by the spirit you know that's no 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 no. it's not hard it's only hard because you want to live on the outskirts you want moses to keep tracking you you want to come to church and listen and go home and do what you want to do and then no responsibility but if you know, pastor, I'm going to push you in and we're going to work and we're going to pray and we're going to cry until you get into the grace of the spirit. And now you go home and you tell devils. Now you don't have a problem. Oh, that's easy. Devil, get out of here. Oh, no, you're not going to steal this. You're not going to take that. This is mine. You're going to start declaring things. Because you know who you are. Can you say amen? I'm going to close with this. You can give me some music, I'm done. Let me get to the first point. Everything else is a feeling. Where have you been that you've been tracking your past with you? See, grace is, it'll be very difficult if I've been tracking my past with me. Some of us haven't learned, we try to bring, you, you need to come to Jesus with all that you have. How many here understand that? But there's a point he's gonna say, I need you to take it off. When you come to Jesus, there's a point when you're praying, there's a point where the Holy Spirit leads you to take it off. before Because before you can enter into Praying in the spirit, there is a preparation to take it off. And most of us saying, "I'm taking it with me because I just want to come in prayer to talk to God." What I want to talk about? Could it be that we're not getting the grace that we need to get to live because we're still trying to talk to God? But what we want to talk about? Because you you know you so you know right you 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 know what's wrong right. And most of the time, people who talk like that, they're the problem, but they, uh, it's always somebody else the problem. That, that, that no, that that no, 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 God, get them. And when God wants to have a conversation with you, you're not interested. So you wait blindly. You wait what? Let me tell you something about grace. You're not blind. See, this is how you know if you you know you tap into grace. If you if you're still blind, you didn't tap. I'm not punching you. i I'm, I really want you to understand this thing. How many of you tired of living Christian And you, you, no, it's time to understand. With all that getting, get what? No. So the truth is, you haven't got anything, or we don't get anything because we didn't tap. So we're not tapping. We're still blind. Don't walk out blind. When you tap into grace, there's instructions because there's an economy with that grace that comes with it. And the first instruction is going to talk to you, your being before you talk to them. I, I'm tired of making the name of God to no effect because of the traditions that we do. Because of the traditions that you do, you make the word of God to no effect. So it makes people out there talk. We belittle the word and don't even know it. We don't even. Some of the stuff that Christians say, oh, if you really knew what you were really saying. But we say it boldly because the culture has conduced us into their realm. So if they can make us like them, like to no effect. All it is about is coming to church. You believe every Jesus, you believe everybody else too. Everything is love. But God said, I have laws and my laws is governed by love. Under the sound of my voice, some of us, God wants you to move forward, but he's saying, I need you to take off your shoes. You've been trying to run, but I need you to take off your what? Your shoes. Sometime I can be praying and God will tell me to take off my, I know what he means by it. Some of you got to take off your past. You're still responding out of your pain. And he wants you to take it off so he can take a care of it. Do you understand what it means to cast off your care? See, see, when you cast your cares on God, it's actually the care that proved the blood. Uh, y'all, see, y'all act like this word is just, no, man, this thing is deep. It's actually the care that proved the blood. You have not yet resisted to eat. This is what your Bible says. You have not yet resisted to the point of bloodshed. Striving against sin. So when you strive against sin, it points to the blood. Because it looks like what Jesus did against the adversary. He had nothing on Jesus. He had nothing on what? So when you come into Christ in grace, he has nothing on you. That's why I say you're hidden. You're hidden in Christ. I've set you above the rock, which means the devil can't find you. Oh, Jesus. See, see, when you learn this grace, he can't find to mess with you. You you actually got to start flirting with some stuff to make him find you. You saw the cake, didn't you? Come on, Maybelline. You saw. Put it down. You actually got to get a flirtatious with sin for it to even come up. You you, you don't found a place of peace because you're hidden, y'all. You, 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 you don't found so much. You, you think it's, it's just weird. It's, uh, I, let me find some trouble. I just haven't been in trouble a long time. I didn't need to do something crazy. Because when you're hidden in Christ, everything is made new. Your slate is clean. You're living a peace. life. You think something wrong. You learn to go from past your four and no more. God is saying, Can you lose those shoes? Those shoes, can y'all track with me for a second? Those shoes is not only a sign of where you've been, but it's a sign of your sufficiency. Those shoes are not only where you've been. It's a sign of your sufficiency. And every time you coming with me, you're trying to track with me. And those shoes is showing where you've been, but I need you to learn to come into a new place, a new place with me. And in that new place, there is a grace, there is a what? Okay, I'm not going to preach to you about a new place if you don't understand grace. Because grace is the ability to stay in the place. Grace is the what? So how in the world are you going to occupy a place and you don't understand the grace? You know what I'm talking like this to you? Because I want you. I don't want you to ever think that you're going to move beyond grace. You know why I'm talking like this? I don't want you to ever think that you're going to move beyond grace. Grace and peace multiplied in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. When we're trying to arise, we're not asking God, what and what can I give you? So I can come more into what you've already died for. I'm already in an air. Somebody say I'm an heir, which means daddy left you some stuff. I say daddy left you, some, you, you I don't care if your earthly daddy left you anything. Your daddy left you some stuff. And your stuff is not in the insufficiency of what you think about others. When you learn grace, you're not competing. You're, you're, you're running your own race. Some of us need to learn to stay in our lane. Because the fact that they didn't let you go, you don't like them to go. See, the 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 devil is something else. Yeah, he works in us. They don't like you, you don't like them. How many of us say, yeah, I don't like them either. That dog can do whatever he want to do. He can bark whatever he is. So you gotta show up. And we do that with all kinds of things. And there's things that God doesn't want you to share because it's personal, because he's trying to work something in you. He wants to take the pride out of you. He wants to take the the, the sufficiency out of you. You know, we got God, God be the glory. We got a nice, beautiful home. But I know this one we didn't put on. Now, you can do that. I'm not saying don't do it if you want to do it. But this one we didn't put on nice beautiful car but this one we didn't we didn't i don't think we put on you say why not this time because there are times god say no just hold on this is for me and you i i i i'll show when the way i want to show see all right see i'll prove you the way i want to prove you see the problem is you trying to prove yours you're making a name for yours all right Tell somebody, you don't have to make a name for yourself. It's by grace, not by might. It's not by power. It's by his spirit. You don't have to make a name for it. It's not by might and it's not by power. It's not by your business card either. It, it's by his spirit. It's by his spirit. Through his spirit. Now you'll have access into those realms. Through his spirit. Now all opportunities might be available. But through it's through his spirit. All right, let, let me help some people out. Let me give you the mystery of waiting on God. How many of y'all want to hear the mystery of waiting on God? <laughs> how many of y'all have heard, the, heard somebody say, wait on God? How many of y'all be honest and say, because I've i been waiting? <laughs> Come on, can y'all be honest? Because I heard people preach it, and then I, I actually didn't feel good about it. I like, how long? How long do he want me to wait? Some of us still waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting on God for the last 15 years. When is God gonna show up? Tell somebody with all that giddy, get understanding. That this is why you don't don't stay in a don't stay in a doctrine you don't understand. It can really affect how you live. The mystery of waiting on God. This is the mystery of waiting on God. Because remember the Bible says all things are yours. All things are yours. In fact, I believe Timothy, he said it's not yes or no with Jesus. It's yes and amen in Jesus Christ. So the mystery of waiting on God is not how you think it is. It's not based on the outcome. It's based on the income. All right, Jesus. The mystery of waiting on God. For example, God said, Israel, I'm going to take you. Now, he didn't say 40 days. That just came about because of their disobedience. But it was, I believe, a seven-day walk. So he said, I'm going to take you the long way because you're not ready to fight. So let me ask you this: Was the waiting on God because God didn't want them to go, or the waiting on God because he, they weren't ready to fight? So did God ordain forty years, or did they didn't submit to the process that governed the? See, the problem is why you we don't stay with God because you don't you you don't feel like waiting because you didn't understand what waiting really was. Waiting was not necessarily a time; it was a stature. Yeah. Waiting is, it wasn't a time issue. It was a stature issue. It was a character issue. And that's why you need to run the prayer. That's why you need to run the church. It's not about the time. Nobody want to wait on God that long. If they tell me 10 years. I, sure I can be doing other stuff. Why am waiting on? You're you, nobody going to wait like that. I don't know why the church think people are inspired by that. I'm not inspired by that. Why nobody? Religious people be mad at me, boy. Well, I'll be in trouble. Nobody inspired waiting twenty years, cause God said that is not what He was talking about. Because He said all things are your, you you an heir, which means a lot of things. Not maybe I'm not waiting. It's waiting on me, y'all. Just. See, some things I am not might not be waiting. It's waiting on me. What it's waiting on me for? The Bible says the earth was framed by the faith, the word of God. It, it was the world's were framed by the. Okay, so if the word of God completed it, which means the word of God of you need to show up. So what the frame look like? The frame don't notice you yet. Oh, all right, Jesus. <laughs> that this is why. There is a demand on grace. All right, maybe I'm saying too much deep stuff. I'm, I'm trying to help you understand. Tell somebody there's a demand on my grace. You don't got to be jealous of me. You ain't got to be jealous of him, her, her. There's a demand on your grace. This is why it's dangerous to die with that grace and you didn't do anything because God is going to look and say, there was actually people's lives attached to that grace that you didn't walk in. You never came to the grace. Where lies was attached to that grace. Because in that grace, there's a demand. What is the demand? I'm giving you something now. What was the demand on the grace that I gave you? Now we understand the importance. Maybe I have a speaker to do a soft message two times a month. Because <laughs> I really want you to, there's a demand on the grace. So the filling of the law in you is trying to push out the demand of what God in you in grace trying to get out of you. Because the worlds were framed by the word of God. So the frame is working. The Bible says we judge the world. And there is groaning. The earth is groaning for the so- Come on, saints. I'm putting the scriptures together for you. The earth was groaning for the sons of God. Why is the earth groaning? Because of the demand of grace. (laughs) All right, all right. Maybe only biblical scholars get what I'm saying. There's a demand. Tell somebody there's a demand on my grace. Which means God, you're not waiting on God. God is wanting to build you for the stature of grace. And if you can learn to live in grace, you'll learn to live in peace. If you can learn to live in peace, you're going to come to and enter into all that I called you to have. Can you stand to your feet if you can? The time is now for you to take off your shoes and enter into grace. The time is now. Don't visit grace. Live from grace. Are y'all hear what I'm saying? There are levels of grace. There is saving grace, and there is moving life grace. There's what? Saving grace, but there's progressive grace, which means we got the saving grace, but you don't supposed to stop there. There is a grace that you need to come to staying in the love of God daily, and now you come into your grace, and you walk by faith. You see how walking by faith look now? You come into the awareness of who God is in you, through you, capacity. It's life. Somebody say it's alive, which means you can sense it. You can also feel it. You can also feel it. You thought You thought I just didn't want to say nothing back. No, the thing on me kept me, held me back. And and the more you you the, the the more that I deal with, depending on what I deal with, I need more. See, see, you think fasting is always for the person? No, no, no. Sometimes fasting is for for me, so I don't, so I can make sure that I'm not triggered. Because when the devil steals the conversation, I don't want to be on the other end, allowing. Myself to get triggered, so I'll rather stay in knowing who I am. Somebody say, Know who you are. It's not by might, it's not by power. Saints, if you're in mastery, you, you need to understand this it's not by might. You you know why it's hard for us to keep what we're learning because you need to check your might and your power. Y'all hear what I'm saying? You know why many believers don't grow? Because they still have might and power and scripture, but they don't have spirit capacity. They got scripture, might, and power, and they justify those scriptures with their might and power. But it's by my spirit, which means the spirit class takes you through the corridors of testing and trial and error. God teaches you the inward parts to communicate. Your communication with God is the inside. Somebody say it's inside. How will I know how to obey God? It's from the, which means don't don't go into condemnation because we said it's bad to do this. (laughs) Don't, 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 don't hold me to this. If you drink, that's your thing. But I can't say don't drink. Because drinking is not a sin, but to some, it is. Some of y'all like, I'm glad he said that, because, baby, <laughs> I'm about to hit it as soon as I get on. I saw that. I I Lord, you let me. No, he said, don't be drunk. Now, no, yeah, oh, yeah, y'all like to play with the line. I know, I know my church. I know this. Go ahead and clarify that, Pastor. Yeah. I haven't got that revelation yet. Jesus. <laughs> but, 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 but see, see, it's not a sin, but, but to you, it might be to you. It might be to you because God told me not to do it. I see preachers today with earrings in their ear. It's not a sin. Well, hopefully not. Lord. But I ain't going to put no earring in my ear. To look like everybody else. I ain't talking about if you do it, you do it. But he said, You better not look like that because there's a way to look for what I am. Which means how you look even matters to God. Yeah, Jesus, yeah. See, you keep thinking your house is about you. God said, "I got to make sure you look right because who you're going to minister to? I got to make sure my name is on it, y'all." The problem is, it's still by might and by power. See, when you're in the game for His Spirit, you don't think like that. You don't separate God from everything else. I'ma say that. Okay. The problem is, you keep separating. When you're doing that, you're missing the point. You go back to the Old Testament when you separate God from his world. God from your daily life. As if we're still waiting on him to respond. That is not the New Testament. The New Testament God is by faith. Grace through faith. Which means God is a partaker with you. So if if it's not I who live in and he gave me the will and the do. For well, his great pleasure. Who is really doing and who's really thinking? See, that, I'm trying to show you you don't have to think like them because God has a big God has a card He plays too. And when He plays His card, you got to be confident because people might talk, religious folk might talk about you, but you got to learn to stand and know He's God. And not try to prove yourself the whole the whole day. Are oh, y'all catching what I'm saying? We're on Team Jesus. Can you say Team Jesus? I'm on Team Jesus. I, I'm going to pray for you. And I'm, I'm going to close with this. It's not by might, nor is it by power. But it's by his spirit. Your life was made to live in the spirit. What is grace? Grace is God's ability to do what you can't do in your own strength. What is grace? Grace is God's ability to do what you can't do in your own strength. What is grace? Grace is God's ability to do what you cannot do in your own strength. What is grace? Grace is God's ability to do what you cannot do in your. Say that with me. What is grace? Grace is God's ability to do what you cannot do in your own strength. So every day you wake up, God wants you to know that you're insufficient. And if you keep turning your nose to your life, I'm going to have to let that nose fall. You can pray to me, but it's still going to fall. You, you can dance. You can go to church. You can do all of that. I still got to let you go hit the wall. Because hitting the wall is not bad for you. Hitting the wall is going to be good for you. Yeah. See, stop thinking hitting the wall is always bad. Y'all like, what you mean that's bad? Hitting the wall, pastor? What's your time? No, no, no. The wall is good. Because the wall helped you turn around. It was better to hit the wall. Let me walk into it so the car don't hit me. Lord Jesus. yeah. Yeah, let me fall in this so I don't go into something greater danger. So I'm actually on you on your way to entering into what he called you to, or are on, on your way to the wall? Oh, okay. Hallelujah. Lift your hands. Father, we give you praise this morning. Lord, we pray and we surrender every sufficiency of ourselves. We need you, Lord God. And we are cognizant of our need for you. Can you just lift your hands and say, God, we need you. We need you. We need you. Uh, I, I don't want to be in my own sufficiency. It's not by might nor by power. It's. I learned tonight. I learned this day that it was really by your spirit the whole time. I, I, I made, a, I made myself something that I'm realizing it's by your spirit. It's, I, I, I need to meet, see where I am with your spirit. We need you, God. I need your strength to live this life. I can't do it in my own strength. There is no magical power. The only magical power is by your grace through faith in you. Father, we pray, might, strength, grace in our inward parts. He said, I will strengthen your inward parts. He said, I will strengthen your inward man. Be strengthened in your, in. Where's your strength come from? My strength comes from my inward man. My help come from the Lord, from my inward parts. Oh, daily God, help me be strengthened in my inward man. That I don't be compromised to believe in the lie that I am insufficient in your sufficiency. We need your sufficiency, God. We thank you for your grace and mercy this day. Father, I pray that everyone awaken to your call on their life, that grace and peace be multiplied in the knowledge of the Lord. We thank you for all that you are and all that you are doing. We give you praise, honor, and glory. Repeat after me, Father God. Today, I repent of all sin, all wickedness. Everything that I've held on to that has made me sufficient, that's not of you. I let it go. I release it today. And now I believe and receive your grace for my life. Lead me, guide me, direct me. I will follow in Jesus' name. Give God a hand clap if you can. There's a time to dance, there's a time to shout, but there's a time to teach. And many of you, God is training you, he's training you, take off your shoes, take off where you've been. It's time for you to look the new and stay the new. Somebody say, stay the new. You, you, you don't, 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 I know the past, look. It looks good. Don't be flirtatious with it. It, 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 Don't allow it to draw you. Stay the new. God is. I asked him to take this thing away from me. But his grace was sufficient. His grace was what? Ah, so your weakness. There's a sufficiency for it. God is looking. He's saying, are you going to use my sufficiency today? Are you going to respond in your own strength? Grab hold of his sufficiency and watch your life never be the same again. Can you say amen? Give God one more hand clap. Hallelujah. At this moment, we are going to uh, receive our tithe and offering. Hallelujah. It's good to see everybody out this morning. Can y'all give our visitors a hand clap? It's good to see you all. God bless you. Thank you, Lord hallelujah as you are preparing your tithes and offering if you can look at the screen at our announcement hallelujah
1: good morning and welcome to believers connection church stay tuned for our weekly announcements We would like to welcome and thank all of our visitors. Please see Angela in the lobby immediately following service for your thank you gift. Give your tithes and offerings by texting GIVE to 214-214-4055 or online at believersconnection.org. Listen and subscribe to the Believer's Connection Church Podcast on all available podcast platforms. Follow us and stay connected on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook. Join us every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. for Bible study via YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, or here at BCC. Do you want to grow in your walk with God? Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. for our discipleship training groups. Join us for mastery and biblical precepts training every Thursday at 8 p.m. via Zoom. We invite you to join us for corporate prayer and intercession every Thursday at 7 a.m. via Zoom. Calling all leaders, please save the date for our next monthly leadership meeting on Sunday, June 27th, immediately following service. Join us for our Sunday morning worship service every Sunday at 10 a.m. here at BCC. Service can also be streamed on the BCC website at believersconnection.org. Did you recently join Believer's Connection Church? Join us for our new member orientation on Saturday, July 3rd at 10 a.m. here at BCC. Registration is required and the registration deadline is June 27th. If you have any questions, please speak with Angela. That's all for this week's announcements. Have a victorious week.